Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, Kathy. How's it going today? Good morning. It's going great. Yeah. It is going really well. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's going well, and uh, we're enjoying it. Uh, we've been talking about uh, God's will, uh, and uh, the section that we just finished was on counselors mm-hmm. uh, to... Uh, and God lays it out in scripture, actually, he says, yeah, it would benefit you if you bring, <laughs> if you bring people right. into the process, uh, and it's never to be considered a weakness. Uh, uh, a few people I deal with, it's a little bit of a struggle uh, out of the false thought of, I should know this, or I should mm-hmm. be able to hear this, or... Um, if God has an answer, why doesn't he just tell me, uh, right. you know, the punchline, uh, and, uh, I've wrestled with that a little bit, particularly as I was learning this, because, uh, I wrestled with it at two levels. One was, um, because of my giftedness, uh, intellectually, uh, and what I was raised up to do in business, mm-hmm. uh, and my personality, I could receive information mm-hmm. and then with, with some information, okay, I pretty well know what, what we need to do here. Uh, let's go. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like, well, let's go, let's get going. Uh, uh, that's enough information for me. <laughs> let's, let's go. Right. Uh, and that was how I was used to it. And by the way, I was, I was pretty, I mean, I'm, I, I was uh, a senior, uh, uh, manager head of a $750 million unit at a fortune 500 company. I mean, and I'm 29 years old doing mm-hmm. that, you know, and I was good at it, you know, and I, and I was a believer and I recognized that the goodness was because God, God made it. So, <laughs> uh, so, but I was, you know, my talent, I thought, well, you know, I got talent and, uh, and I got to be pretty good at it. Well, as I'm learning, uh, and I got, you know, I got into dilemmas and problems because, I had no, there were, nobody had taught me about God's will at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt that it was really up to me to figure things out. And, and my prayer usually was, if you don't want me to do this or this ain't going to work, you know, stop it. Um, and I was not involved at all with following him. Well, I learned, you know, to, to abide, how to follow him. And God said, you got to go to unity with your spouse and process that. Well, I'm still used to the, give me a little bit of information and let's go. And he had to process with me uh, that, well, this is a walk, mm-hmm. not a race. And don't, don't ask me for the punchline, which I know you would prefer. Because right. it's like, okay, just give it to me and I'll be obedient. I'll go, let's go. He said, it's not, it doesn't work that way. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's relationship. Uh, there's, there's timing to this. I'm doing all kinds of things at the same time. And, and yes, it involves you, but it's not about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was the big, oh, because uh, everything, everything that I saw was, well, what about me? What about me? And how do I get this resolved? And God says, well, I will, mm-hmm. but it's not about you. It's about what I'm up to in a much, much grander way. And that's why timing is so critical uh, step by step. Hey, by the way, things are going to happen mm-hmm. that I don't violate people's wills. Um, I don't force the wicked world to become good. Right. Uh, uh, it's it's in that my kingdom. That's why you know pray for my kingdom come that will be done is superior to that, and I can guide you through it, act through it, get you where I need you to go in light of what's going to happen, and they're going to happen along the path. And that's why I can't get you the punchline because there's things that are going to happen along the path that I'm going to have to deal with with you. And by the way, he says, and I had to learn this, um, I enjoy being with you. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's why I created you in the first place, to have fellowship with me. 
uh, and for me to fulfill my seven exceptional things that I want to give you, and it's so. And I want you to enjoy walking with me, and I need you dependent because the only way it happens is in the kingdom, Mm-hmm. And that my will is done, not yours. So to get into the kingdom, you have to surrender your will and let me be king and not you. Right. And then uh, my will will be done as you surrender your will to me when every day, I'll, I'll, uh, every time. So he said uh, it's purposely set up on a step-by-step basis so that you, Rich, walk with me and depend on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't understand, well, I got it, so I'm going to go off and do it on your own. He said, as soon as you do, you walked out of the kingdom, and I can't deliver it. Uh, so I keep it dependent. Uh, you have to rely on that. So, okay, so I had to learn uh, to slow down, trust the process, mm-hmm. actually, and I've learned uh, to actually enjoy it. Right. So that when I see the sticky wicket or the guy doesn't show up uh, you know, for three weeks, yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, mm-hmm. it drives you to, well, because that's frustrating, because I'm a little bit angry, um, there's something not right. God said, yeah, I know. Um, I have another answer for you. Come to me and, and then see, and, and that's when I learned to enjoy it is, well, I can hardly wait to see how God's going to do this. Right. He's not going to leave me in limbo or he's not going to leave it to where, yeah, it never gets done or it's not going to be done well. I got an answer for that. Uh, do you trust it? Yeah. Uh, anticipate it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Let me uh, do it. And, and that guy calling me up, it was a thrill. Wow. Right. Wow. Look at that. Look at what God did on that. That's <laughs> well, fantastic. and I love even just hearing you talk about this. Um, I, I would love to have known the 29 year old rich, you know, <laughs> but to go back and to realize, you know, as people are listening to this right now and, um, and wisdom just rolls off your tongue, you know, and, and wisdom that you have lived and experienced and God has given you and grown you in yeah. by experience, but it started somewhere. Yes. You know, it started with a humble heart. It, you know, there's that book, you know, humble, what is it? Hungry, humble, yep. smart or something like that. <laughs> um, but there's, there's so much in that, um, that humble heart to learn. And then I love just hearing that, you know, you didn't get this overnight. This was something that God took you and he grew you by experience and showed you and he add layer upon layer upon layer. And now because you have fully experienced this, you were able to give it away and take others to his feet to experience the same thing. Um, But I think that should be encouraging to others. Just, you know, sometimes we can get intimidated when we hear somebody who knows it is living it is walking it out. And you're like, I'm so far back this path. I'm never going to be that. And that's just not the case. God took you step by step and showed it to you as well. No. And I did experience it. And then uh, again, as we talked about counselors, he had to show me that too, is that and you actually use the word humility. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I know you're capable. Yes, I could just tell you, uh, but I use community. Um, I mm-hmm. want you to learn how to do that for two reasons. One is uh, you don't know everything. Right. <laughs> uh, and you need other people to walk with you, which, by the way, all by itself is a joy all by itself. Yes. And, you, and yeah. you've expressed it with your small group is that you don't even miss it because it's such a joy Right. Of that community. And then two uh, is that um, as you understood that rich and, uh, and were willing to receive it, then you were always willing to become a counselor to somebody else because mm-hmm. you saw the it's beauty of it. flow through. Yeah. And you yeah. didn't say to them, well, just go off and be with God and let God tell you your answer is actually because you see how beautiful it is for you. Mm-hmm you then can become that for someone else because it's going to be beautiful for them. And you don't discourage them in that. You actually say, great, I'd love to walk with you. Right, uh, right. Uh, and so, you know, again, it came to and the point in of- that, God yeah. is glorified. God you is know, glorified. That, that's the thing that is so important with the community. I mean, honestly, because God is God and he dwells within us, like you said, he could just- tell us it, it could just be one-on-one and we could just harbor that up and store it in our hearts and it'd be wonderful, but then nobody else gets to see it, you know? And, and when he puts community in there as well, there are front row seats to watching God move and speak that encourage other hearts 
and set people on a journey that is so beautiful that actually exalts God and lets people see who he is and how capable he is. And they grow in their trust just by watching God do something in your life even. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that's such a beautiful way of, you know, community is such a beautiful way to both receive it mm -hmm. uh, and never, and I, you know, and again, it takes you humility, which I had to get to is, well, it doesn't need to rely on you. And why would you right. let it rely on you? So why don't you enjoy other people joining you and I've done mm -hmm. that. And so whenever uh, I process anything, uh, you know, I go with Linda, I go with my inner circle, small group. Sometimes I got to get other people involved And my heart is now, cause I've learned it. Mm -hmm. Why would you not do that? Uh, right. and, and, and we do, and we experience it. Uh, and then as he tells us that he said, there's a, a beautiful truth about the process. Um, uh, and this is interesting. Uh, we discovered this uh, at a retreat. We were, we've done, uh, uh, this is probably our, we're 20 years old now, so probably going on our 10th, 11th year, uh, lots of retreats, lots of wonderful things going on. Um, and as we were processing God's will and processing prayer, uh, our thought was, uh, okay, tell me a little bit about it, then let's go pray about it. Mm -hmm. um, and we were in that kind of a mode, which is typical, kind of what Christian teaching is, is that, well, praying, you got to go, you know, and, and there's verses about mm -hmm. going in your closet, you know, and all that stuff. And, uh, and so that's kind of how we were doing it. Well, um, we're at this retreat in France. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, we're talking, we're actually doing a study on uh, David uh, uh, and uh, deliverance. And so we were, you know, trying to, and we're trying to, people are processing, you know, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's decisions I'm making. Here's where I'm at looking for to be delivered. Um, and we got led to this verse in Malachi that said something and we saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, and we can talk a little bit about the abiding in it when you read it, uh, but it's, it's something that we had never seen before. Uh, we didn't understand it, but God showed us this. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll share how we abided in it, and then we experienced it. So go to Malachi 3, uh, read verses 16 to 18. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them, and a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in the day when I make up my treasured possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and the one who does not serve him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about the, the beautiful uh, result of all that, but... Uh, what struck us is that it says God listened, mm -hmm. you know, and the Hebrew word there is paid attention, focused, uh, and he heard us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, when we looked at that, and again, this is what abiding is all about, uh, is you, you read a verse, you get led to a verse and you start understanding, well, what is that saying? What is that saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, and then see God's in dialogue with us uh, as we're saying, wait a second. Uh, we've never seen this before. So it says you're, you're listening, you're paying attention and you're hearing us. He said, yes. Mm -hmm. And then he asked us a question. What do you call that? Mm -hmm. uh, we call it prayer. Exactly. Prayer. He said, prayer is way different and bigger than you imagine. Mm. Your focus has been on talking to me, but it's, it's way, way, way bigger than that. Uh, and I need to show you what prayer really is all about. Uh, okay. And he said, now go back and look at what am I listening to? Mm -hmm. When you talked to one another. Right. Whoa. So prayer... And again, we're, we're sorting this out. Uh, mm -hmm. So prayer, and God's talking to us, prayer 
is when we, we're not talking to you per se, we're talking to each other. Right. Exactly. But there's a parameter on that we, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, always, and, and, and exactly what you just said is, oh, so while we're talking and processing with each other, you are listening and then you're mm -hmm. going to give us the answers and the wisdom. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, now remember, and again, we'd already learned this piece of it. He said, where does that happen? In the kingdom. An abiding community in An the abiding kingdom. abiding <laughs> community in the kingdom. Uh, what does that mean? Well, you've, you've already recognized that I'm king and you're not. Mm -hmm. And you're walking with me in the kingdom. And then two is that you're seeking my will, not yours. Mm -hmm. So your discussion is already centered around, well, let's go together and have God show us the answer. We just need to talk it through as we start to process it because guess what as we are talking about it in that context god's listening and then going to respond to us mm -hmm. to give us the clarity the the insight the oh that's what this is about um and he said there's a joy and this comes back to and this is what we really really understood the beauty of community mm -hmm. uh, is that your intimacy, your spiritual power, your spiritual insight, your joy is going to come by you processing it through because I'm going to give you that, that all of a sudden that truth that mm -hmm. do you recognize this? Do you see this? Uh, you know, yes. Uh, so we, we said, okay, and then you're going to give us a result, which is to dis discern between the good and the not good. Right. The, those that are walking with God and those that aren't. That the answer that you're going to give us, because we're going to get the discernment, the insight, the truth, your will about this thing that we're wrestling with. Yes. Right. Okay, great. Um, so we, we process and we took, and, and, and that's what abiding looks like. I said, huh. That's interesting. Look at this verse. I, I haven't really seen it this way before. Mm -hmm. He says, now, all right, now let's, let's unpack it, the simplicity and the truth of it, uh, which is how we abide. And what do you do? Mm -hmm. You ask questions. You say, well, wait a second. So you're listening and paying attention, and we're talking to each other. And God says, yeah, what do you call that? Uh, prayer. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> he says, get a new definition of prayer. Uh, now, by the way, because of other places in pray, uh, prayer, it doesn't say it's limited to that. Right. There's times you're supposed, to go to your, of. you're supposed to go to your closet. You're supposed to just abide all by yourself. Uh, talk to me. Uh, listen, watch, wait. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, process with me. Uh, and you actually said it yesterday where you said that person in their journal said, uh, well, if I... <laughs> If I'm going to be writing stuff down, I got to leave space for God to tell me what he has to say about right, it. Right, right. Well, that's prayer. See, prayer is dialogue. Yeah. Prayer is, is relationship. And because my sheep hear my voice, which is what you and I have been trying to keep uh, emphasizing, is he'll, he'll talk to you. And you can mm -hmm. trust it. Uh, and the way, big way to trust it is to talk it through uh, with somebody else. So we took that. And then we said, okay, everybody. And we broke up into small little uh, groups. There mm -hmm. were probably uh, 16 of us. I think we broke up into groups of four. Uh, we said, go talk to each other. Discuss your issue. Talk about your issue. Uh, react to each other. What do mm -hmm. you see? What do you understand? What do you think God is saying? Just talk it through. And let's see what happens. Right. Uh, okay, so we did. We so we gathered, and uh, Linda and I with another uh, couple, uh, and there's a sticky wicket uh, that they had, and they were processing, and uh, they're talking. I'm asking questions. Uh, I'm saying, well, therefore, it seems like this. As we talked, the the depth of the answer was, would you guys mm. uh, let me give you a aha? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it was, oh, oh, 
That really is what's happening. This is what's really happening. And this is what God is saying is his answer is about this new insight that we just got. How did we get it? By talking it through. Right. Uh, and it, it was remarkable. Uh, and everybody experienced the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and they came back and said, wow, we made so much gain on our understanding by just talking it through. And God was speaking and giving us aha and look at this and do you understand this? It was, it was both remarkable and it was a tremendous joy. Mm -hmm. Wow, uh, look at this. And so we practice it ever since. Linda and I do it. Uh, we teach our leaders to do it. We teach uh, people who are going through abiding. Uh, prayer is talking it through. One of the elements of prayer is talking it through and letting God give you the wisdom, the insight, the clarity, the, oh, this is what this is about. And you get to, a lot of times, by the way, it's getting to, well, actually, the next thing you need to go pursue mm -hmm. and get the truth about, go do some due diligence in the seeking mode, is this. Ah, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, we don't need to do everything at once. Let's just go do this, because God said okay. that is the key to the next step. Do you see it now? How did you see it? We talked it through. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, and a lot of times the way it works is this way. Uh, people are talking. Uh, usually they're expressing, you know, some things, some important things. They don't even understand, you know, what they just said. Right. But they said it. Uh, now, somebody else like me or Linda, we're involved here because we're in the listening mode. Mm -hmm. And they say something. Uh, and what happens is that um, the spirit said, <clears throat> did you hear what he just said? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, okay. He said, stop. And let's, let's spend some time around that. So I'll say mm -hmm. to somebody, okay, stop a second. And I'll say this. Do you realize what you just said? Right. Uh, what? No. Well, re-say it. Re-say what you just said. Sometimes I can't even remember it, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, and they say it, I said, okay, stop. Do you realize what you just said? Uh, what? Uh, you just said this. Oh, oh, this is what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they did it because they, they were speaking, talking to one another. The processing. The yeah. processing. and. Somebody else, and this happens to me as well, is, hey, Rich, do you realize what you just said? Mm -hmm. And see that the Spirit, and that's the beauty of the Spirit, is working in all of us to pay attention. Like God says, I'm paying attention. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm going to help you to realize something that has now been expressed, which is why I'm listening to you talk to each other. Yeah. What am I doing? Are you, are you beginning to express something that I'm asking you to pay attention to more? Or to say, do you realize the insight of that? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and that's why, uh, as you and I have expressed it, and I know you experienced this with your small group, uh, the beauty of that surrendered community walking in the kingdom, mm -hmm. they all can be recipients and conduits of God's Hey, by the way, I've heard this. I want you to hear this. The person speaking it doesn't understand it yet, but they said it. Right. You know, so it's a, it's a beautiful uh, aspect. Well, and of sometimes, I think sometimes he'll even do things like, you know, the person speaking it doesn't necessarily understand it. And there will be something, a prompting that he'll lay on my heart. You know, did you hear them say this word five times in the last yeah. conversation? <laughs> you know, yeah. like that sort of thing will go through my mind and, and I'll point it out. And I don't necessarily even know what it is. God's going to use that. When I share that with them, did you notice that you just said this five different times? I think there's something to that. Yes. Pay attention to that. Yeah. And I don't pretend to know what the something is. I don't need to know what the something is. God can tell them that, or he can tell us in group or however, but, but he works so uniquely in that way.
Yeah, it really. I is. remember when you first, the first time I heard the first abide retreat we went to in the wrap up session, you shared Malachi 316. Yeah. And uh, me being the word geek that I am, I was all about that verse. I'm like, I am going home and I'm going to find out more about that verse. And y'all, then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another, the Lord paid attention and heard them. Um, and I went back and, and the, it just struck me that there was the word, you know, one version says paid attention, one says listened, but I'm like, why would he say listened and heard in the same sentence? Isn't that redundant? Yeah. <laughs> so, so being, like I said, like, you know, kind of the word geek I am, I went back and I looked at those and that listened was literally to bend down and incline his ear. And so there's a word picture that's drawn here. When you are together with a group of abiding believers who fear the Lord, that means they're humbly seeking his wisdom and they're coming together in conversation to get them. God literally bends down and inclines his ear to hear what you're saying. And the herd actually translates as to grant the request. Right. There is such power in the words there that I have never forgotten that, that yeah. that is just something that I hold dear. And we see it time and time again in small groups at retreats and, you know, just in conversation with other people who want to know what God has to say. Yeah. He literally bends down to listen. He wants to hear what we're asking and he wants to answer for us. Exactly. And that's beautiful. Yeah, it really is beautiful. And that's one of the reasons why, by the way, as we're having people share, uh, what is God saying to you? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, uh, he's going to speak to you out of the logos, uh, Rhema, what's called Rhema, personal application of logos. Read the word that you're, you've been abiding in. Read the word mm -hmm. of what you've been saying. And so we just had this happen in our small group. A couple, you know, what's God saying to you? They talked about it and, they, and, uh, and we said, well, read the, read the logos, the word that you got. Mm -hmm. So they're reading it, uh, and a bunch of us caught it, and uh, you know they were explaining uh, this is where it, where it means, and 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 again because if God says, "Well, pay attention to this," stop a second. I said, "Let's stop a second. and I said, "I said to them, "Did you hear what you just wrote? What you just read mm -hmm. out of Scripture?" No. Uh, and then I said, "Did anybody else hear what they just what they just spoke?" Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, read it again. So we had him read it again. Okay, do you see it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let us give you what what we heard, and then you can process it. And we said, mm -hmm. "God said this that you didn't put together with what else He said." Mm -hmm. It's really important that you receive both of these things, not just the thing you got, but the other thing too, because they said they're both and they're both included in this thing. Oh, oh, wow. That's a, that's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, okay. I see that now. And then the instruction is you go spend time with that. Come back mm -hmm. and see what did God say to you about that since he was listening told us he was listening, said, you need to listen, mm -hmm. go process more, and then come back and we'll process it again. And it all happened out of that talking to each other. Right, uh, right. Particularly, particularly as you're getting into the word, because you can say, well, do you realize what you just read, what you just saw, what God mm -hmm. said? Uh, and that's the beauty of community. Had they done that by themselves, they mm -hmm. would have never got there because it didn't register with them. Right. Uh, and God uses a community, and that's why I think this is so critical, of uh, speak to each other. Mm -hmm. Process it out. What do you know? What's important to you? How do you view this? What do you see as a next uh, issue or step? Uh, what is your perspective on this? And uh, again, my role as a godly counselor, uh, and what I do is I get them talking. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking them questions. Okay, what do you see? What's true for that? What do you see as truth here? Uh, what don't you know yet? Oh, what do you need to know next? And uh, hey, by the way, you, you just said something that is God giving you now the deeper understanding of what's really going on mm -hmm. uh, and what the spiritual dimension is. And actually, this issue isn't related to what you thought. It's related to something way deeper. You got to go process that. 
um, and we're assisting each other. And you said it as it starts, it's all those that fear God. Yes. You know, what is that? Well, those that have a heart to hear, believe what God has to say is true, are going to let him be king and not me. I'm going to live in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to seek his will and, and not mine. And we all have that heart. Yeah. Let's go together. How? Talk to each other. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's a remarkable thing. Uh, uh, and so I would just urge everybody to practice that and then yeah. uh, experience it. And again, uh, that's one of the things that we're, we're always willing to do, either through email and or conversation, is tell us a little bit about it, uh, like I did with that guy who's asked me to help him with some decisions he's making, this contractor. Um, well, the thing I, I, as a godly counselor, is start talking to me. Mm -hmm. What do you know? Where are you? What's the issue as you see it? Um, uh, already I'm getting some input from God. Okay, now you're going to have to get him to talk further. You're going to have to have him go further. You're going to have to have him get in the Word. Um, he's got to keep processing, and you be that person that mm -hmm. he's going to talk to. And by the way, I'm listening, and I'll give you both insight, discernment, and answers. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you're going to have the time of your life. Uh, and that's what I told him. Hey, we're going to go have fun doing this. We can hardly wait to see what he says. Let's go see it together. The way to do that is, well, let's talk to each other. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a beautiful that's thing. That's beautiful. Yeah, I really love it. Beautiful. Uh, and as we look at what do we do with that, how do we keep uh, going deeper into that prayer? Uh, there's a situation with uh, David uh, in 2 Samuel 7. Uh, Kathy, will read that in a second, 18 through 29. Uh, but uh, David uh, had come to a point where he said, uh, I believe I should build God a uh, temple. And up to that point, all the way from Exodus till then, uh, they've been uh, moving what's called the tabernacle. Mm -hmm. uh, the tabernacle is the place where they worship God. And they did sacrifice and they did tent, a tent of meeting and uh, listen to God, talk to God, process with God, received his instruction, his, his wisdom, his guidance, his will. Um, and it was a movable thing. It was, you know, they would move it from place to place to place. Uh, David says, I think it's a good idea that we build God a permanent place here in Jerusalem. He's given us this land. This is our capital. Let's, let's build a permanent place. Uh, he goes to Nathan, who is a prophet, and someone who hears God as well. Nathan, I'd like to build God a temple. Isn't that a good idea? Nathan says, yes. Go ahead. Okay, now as far as David was concerned, he went to somebody else. Mm -hmm. What did he, what did he thought, thought he got? What did he think he, he, he received? He thought he got confirmation. I got confirmation from a, a man who hears God and is God's voice. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So God goes to Nathan and he basically, and you read it in second Samuel seven, he says, here, come here, come here, son. Uh, what? You forgot a step. Mm -hmm. Neither one of you ask me. Right. You confirmed it for each other. Mm -hmm. You two were in unity, but remember, and we've talked about this unity is with me, with my spirit. And with the spirit the within spirit. you, yes. not you deciding what a good idea this is. You forgot to ask me. And Nathan says, whoops, mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, what do you got to say about this? God says, no. Right. David is not going to be a man who's going to build me a temple. Um, he, uh, he uh, First of all, he's a man of war. And um, I, a man of war isn't going to build my temple. Uh, and two is that... Um, there's a consequence to what he uh, uh, is is living out, and uh, he can't he can't build me a temple. But it, but here's here's my promise back to him, and Nathan, I want you to tell him this: I am going to build him a temple. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to and it's called a house. I'm going to build him a house, and it'll be an everlasting house. And through this, in essence, is going to come the salvation of the world, Jesus Christ. The Messiah. Mm -hmm. uh, and Nathan said, okay, got it. So he goes to David and speaks it. 
God says. Okay, now pick up Second uh, Samuel 7, 18 to 29. Let's see what he says. And then how did, how did David process this as he came to a conclusion about this? Second Samuel uh, 7, uh, 18 to 29. Okay, I am apologizing in advance for however I'm going to butcher some of the names in this passage. You can just skip them if you need to. So we can, I will read them with yeah. confidence. Okay. Just nobody quote me. How about that? All right, all right. <laughs> and the three sons of Zeruiah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Asahel. Now Asahel was as swift of foot as a wild gazelle, and Asahel pursued Abner, and as he went, he turned neither to the right hand nor to the left from following Abner. Then Abner looked behind him and said, Is it you, Asahel? And he said, It is I. And Abner said to him, Turn aside to your right hand or to your left, and seize one of the young men and take his spoil. But Asahel would not turn aside from following him. And Abner said again to Asahel, Turn aside from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I lift up my face to your brother Joab? But he refused to turn aside. Oh, Therefore, oh, oh, Ab oh, oh, there's a, uh, I think our uh, uh, person that put this up put up the wrong verse. Uh, oh. Uh, this is uh, this is not right. This is you're in the wrong this place. This is not right. No. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. I'm not. I'm going to put it up. Go ahead and go in your Bible. Okay. If, if you got one, uh, I was saying, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, okay. So what am I looking for? Uh, I think that might've been, um, let me just look at something real quick. Uh, she might've put up, uh, uh, no, uh, it's not that because it's, uh, I don't know what she put up, but anyway, that's not it. Uh, go to second Samuel seven, uh, and start in verse 18 through 29, second Samuel seven. Uh, 18 through 29. Second Samuel 7. So I may have printed the wrong ones. Let me. Uh, oh, this looks better. Yeah. Okay. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me thus far? And yet this was for a small thing, was a small thing in your eyes, O Lord God. You have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come. And this is instruction for mankind, O Lord God. And what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God, because of your promise and according to your own heart, you have brought about all this greatness to make your servant know it. Therefore, you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, and there is no God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And who is like your people Israel and the one nation on earth whom God went to redeem to be his people, making himself a name and doing for them great and awesome things by driving out before your people whom you redeemed from yourself, redeemed for yourself from Egypt, a nation and its gods. And you established for yourself and your people Israel to be your people forever. And you, O Lord, became their God. And now, O Lord God, confirm forever the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house and do as you have spoken. And your name will be magnified forever, saying, the Lord of hosts is God over Israel and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have made this your revelation to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore, your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, therefore, may it please you to bless this house of your servant, so that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing shall the house of your servant be blessed forever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a, a beautiful uh, expression of that uh, truth, uh, you know, that he just uh, gave us. Uh, of how fantastic that is. Uh, so, um, uh, as we, you know, experience that, uh, hold on a minute, I'm getting this uh, scriptures here set up correctly. Uh, there we go. Um, so, David, you know, had heard Nathan say, God spoke, my promise mm -hmm. to you is. Uh, and it says, and this is really cool, David 
said he found it in his heart, courage mm-hmm. to pray this prayer to you. Uh, well, that's an mm. interesting uh, thought of well, what does it take courage to do and what does that mean you prayed? How did mm-hmm. you do that? What did that look like? Uh, and, it's, and it's this way. Uh, Nathan just gave him this promise. Mm-hmm. David's initial response is, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not clear on your your understanding of this. For me, I heard it, right? But I don't understand it. Okay, so courage. The word courage there is: <laughs> Are you willing to go further and be persistent and know that this is going to be a process? until you receive the clarity and the answer. Uh, in other words, don't, and, and, and the opposite of that basically would be don't get lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because eh, it's too tough, too much effort, too much work. Mm. Uh, oh, that's, that's, why, that's why I use the word courage. Right. Is, yeah, it takes a little bit of a fortitude here to go forward. And David said, I, I, found, I found courage in my heart. I'm willing to keep going. Mm-hmm. and pray and, and receive this because I don't understand what this means. So he does. Okay, now um, what that meant, and think about the way, the way you do it, the way I do it. You hear something, mm-hmm. but it's not clear to you. Right. What do you do with that? Well, then we press in and ask more questions. Looking for what? Yeah. Looking, looking for, for God's answer, looking for, for, for some wisdom and clarity and inf- okay, so, more information. <laughs> so now I have to go into the ask, seek, knock mode. I have to go mm-hmm. into the uh, listen, watch, wait mode. I have to maybe get some uh, counselors around me uh, to process this because um, I recognize that I know God knows. Mm-hmm. He did say something to me and I just don't, I don't see how it applies. I don't see how specifically this is going to work. I don't know exactly all about this. Um, and so David said, well, I went into a season mm-hmm. of praying. And remember, praying is God dialoguing with me. Right. So it's not God, God, just tell me the answer, tell me the answer, tell me the answer. It's, I heard you say house. I heard you say it's mm-hmm. eternal. Uh, could you help me understand more what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. And what does that mean to me? And why did you say that to me? Uh, what, it what, involves waiting and listening for him to answer, yeah, not uh, just you continuing to spew. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so uh, he likely spent days, weeks, even a month or so mm-hmm. processing courage to stay with it. By the way, mm-hmm. that's the story of the uh, uh, when uh, Jesus was asked, uh, how do we pray? Mm-hmm. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And then he said, hey, by the way, there's a friend that goes to his friend, knocks on the door and says, I need something. I know you got mm-hmm. it. I need it. The guy says, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm in bed already. Keeps knocking on the door. Okay, I'm going to give it to you, not because of you're my friend, but because of your persistence of seeking the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, the story in the context of, remember, you're asking for my will. So you're not beating my door down to say, I need it. Give me it anyway. It's no stay with it. And what David did is find courage, mm-hmm. stay with it, stay with it, stay with it until what? You get clarity. Yeah. Uh, and something that's as you're talking yeah. that um, this, again, I word geek on some things, but uh, it just highlights to me as you're talking about courage in that, you know, that's not what I would have initially thought that word to be yeah. um, to just stay with it. But then when you look at what is discouragement, And when you look at the biblical definition of being discouraged, it is to grow weary. And so the opposite of that would be not to grow weary, to stay in there and to stay strong as you pursue it. And so I just think it's, it's fun to look at that. And for me, that, that drives it home a little better because I would naturally take courage to simply being brave. But when you look at it as the opposite of being discouraged and growing weary, it makes more sense for me to, to hold that truth. Yeah, very true. Very, very beautiful. Uh, and so then uh, he prays and prays and prays until 
he gets to verse 28. Uh, mm -hmm. Read that again so we can clarify what did he, what did he wind up understanding. Uh, verse 28, uh, as he's find his courage in his heart to pray this, and then he comes to an understanding in verse 28. What does he say? And now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are true, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Okay, so that becomes uh, a beautiful place that God says, find courage in your heart mm -hmm. and talk to me, talk with each other, process, uh, pray, until mm -hmm. you get to this point. And he got to three things. Mm -hmm. that he received and he said i understand this now i know number one mm -hmm. <laughs> you're god yep and i'm not you're fully capable of delivering what you say mm -hmm. because you have the power you have the might you have the superior kingdom i understand that so what you've said i know that you can deliver it that's why i found courage to go find out what are you going to do mm -hmm. number two your words, and here he's talking rhema, mm -hmm. what I spoke to you, David, is true. Mm. He says, I now receive that, that it's absolute truth that I now have arrived to that was fuzzy to me. It was not clear to me. I didn't understand it as truth, but now the words, and that's why the scripture and writing out scripture and processing scripture is so critical, not mm -hmm. concept. David didn't say your concept is true. Right. He said your words, your words. are true, and I've abided in those words to mm -hmm. receive what you had to say, and I now understand that. And then third is you spoke these words, and they apply to me personally. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand that now. Because remember, he, you could just say, okay, great, God's going to build a house. Yeah, okay, the Messiah is going to come through uh, the mm -hmm. Israel. Okay, great, fantastic, that's wonderful. Um, I support that. But God said, no, it's going to come through you. Mm -hmm. You're involved here, and I'm going to use things in your lineage that's going to be important. And I, I spoke this to you personally. Mm -hmm. And David said, I receive that now. I got the application. I got the essence of it. I got the specific of it. Uh, kind of like what we, when we talked about Cornelius and Peter. Uh, right. Peter said, uh, you know, I got the concept about this vision that was hard for me to receive. Mm -hmm. He found courage in his heart to pray until what? You're God. I know your words are true. And you've given this to me personally. Mm -hmm. And I got it. I receive it. I got it. Right. So that's what we do is we stay with the courage to pray, pray, pray uh, till I believe God is able to deliver it fully. His words are is true that I've heard. And now I understand how specifically it applies to me personally. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, now read verse 29. <laughs> and David said, by the way, because of that, now I can pray verse 29. What does he say? Now, therefore, may it please you to bless the house of your servant so that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing shall the house of your servant be blessed forever. Yeah. So he said, in essence, uh, because I received that and got it and have it, now may it please you to fulfill it, what you just said. Mm. Um, and not, and he, his prayer shifts from help me understand it, help me understand it, help me get clarity, help me get unity, help me uh, get application. Once he received it, he said, okay, now I shift to may you fulfill it. Mm -hmm. And then, by the way, that's what the word amen means. Mm. Amen, it's not the end of a prayer. Right. Uh, it's amen says, I have done these three things. You're God. Your words are true, and you've applied mm -hmm. this to me personally. So be it. May it happen I according to your word. I receive and that's it. Hope-filled expectation. Expectation. You know? And now that now it's okay. Now that I I receive that, show me how to experience that. If you have even more instruction for me to walk into mm -hmm. it, but um, I'm not fuzzy anymore on the promise. 
I'm going to just follow you into the promise, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so be it. Uh, so as you look at dialoguing with each other, you're praying, God's listening, and you keep processing until you understand God can deliver this. His, what he said is absolutely true, and I now get it, how it applies to me personally, Rama. Mm-hmm. And now I can say, amen, uh, let's, let's go forward with that. And he said, that takes a, that takes a while. Mm-hmm. Um, dialogue with others, process, ask, seek, knock, look, uh, watch, uh, listen, watch, wait. Uh, it may take days, it may take weeks, it may take months. It's okay. Uh, and, and that's why the word courage is so critical is just don't get lazy with it. Right. Don't quit. Right. Like, and you said, get discouraged. Don't get weary. Uh, don't get weary. You know, this is too tough. I'm going to quit. Uh, no, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. I'll deliver it to you. And what will I do? I'll give you my will mm-hmm. that you now understand and you'll experience my will being fulfilled, which, which David mm-hmm. wound up doing. So uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful uh, kind of an explanation uh, of what it means for us to keep praying, talk to each other, dialogue with each other, listen to each other. Let God give us insight, wisdom, and stay with it until we get clarity and we can, we can basically say amen. So uh, as we come to the end of this time, we just pray that you will uh, start to practice that. Uh, I'd say the biggest thing would be to start practicing talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Listen to the ahas, listen to the insight. Uh, and then the question, which is what we ask each other, is do you see the clarity of how it applies to you personally? Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the time, the answer is no, not yet. Okay. It's okay. Stay with it. I'll stay with it with stay you. Stay with it. You'll yes. get it. And when you get it, it'll be hallelujah. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. And by the way, guess what? There's another one behind it and another one behind it. Because why? We're all walking on the path. It's not mm-hmm. an event. It's a, it's a life of path. So we'll uh, pick it up again uh, tomorrow, uh, a little bit further into the, the detail of this. Actually, we'll go through an example with David uh, that will help us understand the application of that. So we'll, mm, we'll, do, that. we'll, do, that. we'll do that it. tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, today. And be a friend and tell a friend. Be sure to share. And again, like Rich always says, if you have a question that you would like to um, have us talk about or process with you on, send in your questions to questions at afjministry.com, and we will be happy to tackle it. Um, Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Yep. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.